listening to Lori and Julia. We're giving away a pair of Madonna tickets right now. You need to finish the line. Call us at 651-641-1071. And we're giving away a pair of tickets every day this week for her concert that's next month on uh, Tuesday, February 13th at The X with special guest Bob the Drag Queen. And the reviews have been great for this concert tour. I think it's just going to be a blast. So... The celebration tour and um, get your disco nap in because she, she starts like at, start 10, at 10, 10, 10, 15, 10, 30. So even though your ticket will say 8.30, she ain't coming on anywhere close to Do you that. even think, though, in Minnesota? No, 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 don't camping, care, don't camping, care. When you're a rock star, bother. you can't, yeah. I'm going to bring star. a book because we're hosting the suite. Oh, you are not going to bring a book. Because I'll show up early and just no. hang out for Do a couple go hours. home and nap? All right, let's get our calls lined up. I know, he's doing that right now. All right, now. so Grant we're going to finish the line, yes, not trivia. Are. No, we're finishing the line. Grant's getting everyone set up. He's okay. going to give us four people. Okay. And while he's doing that, mm-hmm. um, okay, so Kelly Clarkson came out last week and told us kind of how she lost weight. Did you hear her thing on it? Julia, I was working all last well, I know, week. So we I'm just read asking the you. interview in maybe depth. You could, well, maybe you Here's can, what she said. I I'm was following working my, all last week. That was I'm, such a beat. Yeah. Julia, duh. Yeah. She just said, I'm following my doctor's advice on everything, and I'm walking so much more. So she's not admitting to Ozempic. I feel like she would admit it. I do, too. There would be no reason not to. And you do walk a lot more in New York. And she probably was doing a lot of emotional eating uh, the more she kept finding out how much her husband screwed her out of money. Oh, God, listen to you. Well, she also came out and said that she she will not let her kids use social media. Did what? Do you guys talk about that last week? Yeah, they're six and nine, mm-hmm. and, and she also said um, the kids spend four days a month with their dad and the stepkids. Didn't go well with the stepkids. Oh, I didn't hear that. Wait, I read between the lines okay, of the wait. interview just that 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 was a whole other hard aspect of the marriage. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. she really was raising those kids. So when maybe when she had, a, they were a little bit. They were older. They were, older, they were like right? twelve. Yeah. So anyway, she looks real happy today. She, she talked about how miserable she was for two years in L.A. I was kind of. She hated it. Yeah. Wow. All right. I was surprised. We were still waiting. Grant, do you have the names? Yes, we do. We've All got right. our four players: Raquel, Kate, Susie, and Callie are our four options here. Our four players, and Raquel's going to get the first shot. I'm just getting one. Thing ready here. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah. this is so exciting. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So let's get Raquel on the line. Hi, Raquel. Hi. Love, Are you feeling like a love your name, Raquel. <laughs> so sexy. I know. Like Raquel. Well, uh, yes, we hello. know. <laughs> we know. All right. Are you ready? I hope so. Oh, good luck to you. All right. Grant's going to play the music and it'll stop and you just have to finish the line. Okay. All right, Raquel. I'm going to play it. Let's go. Honey, don't you fool around. Oh, my gosh. Raquel. I couldn't. We were doing this earlier. Lori, did you know it? I did. I'm giving all I can. I'm so excited, you guys. Good. I love it. Good. We're happy 2024 to you. Feel my heartbeat right now. It's crazy. Okay, so oh, I was really jolt, and I'm so happy that I could win the Donna because I couldn't try the first time. How? Who would? Who will be your coveted date? Who's getting the plus oh, one? I have no idea, you guys. We don't have a babysitter, and I have three kids. But I will now be 
Working it out, and I'm gonna be there. Yeah, you will, and bring your most Madonna-worthy, you know, and someone who can stay up late. Yeah, and (laughs) you're gonna have to stay up late. Oh, I know, because she's not going to start on time. That's going to be hard. Yeah, I know. Well, if you bring a book, I'll st- we'll do a little book No clock. one is bringing a book Lori, loser. I am a loser. No I'm one. just kidding. So let so me just go with it. Oh, good. Raquel, congratulations to you. I really, Grant and I did this, and oh, I, yeah. I had, honey, don't you? I didn't know the next two lights. Listen, when the music turns off, it is harder than you think to fill in the line because it's just that absence of sound. All of a sudden, your brain does a freeze. So, Raquel, good for you. Oh, yeah, thank you. I feel like I want to throw up. But okay. Oh, well, you won. You good stomach should settle now. Kate and Susie are just cursing your name. Oh, oh my gosh. I really thought that would take a couple more. All right. Thanks, Raquel. Grant will get your information. Thank you. Okay. Don't hang up. Yes. Don't, don't hang, up. hang up. Do not. All right. Thank you, guys. I'll get her info. And that, you guys have fun. All right. Um, I will say this. Um, don't be such a loser. What? Don't be Julia. <laughs> don't bring a book. Don't be such a loser. Honest. Oh, you know. I, last Madonna concert, I started drinking way too early, and it never started. And I'm like, oh my god! I went to an Indian wedding at the St. Paul Hotel and became friends with the mother of the bride. Mm-hmm. And it was pouring rain, freezing, and I parked at Lower Town, met it's, my friend, way too far to walk. Oh, absolutely. When I had a, 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 a seasonal coat, because I feel like it was fall or it was spring. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't waterproof. And I just remember, like, I am so screwed. I'm freezing. I had to stop at the St. Paul Hotel to warm up because I was ice, I was an icicle. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm just like that. This is your memory of this Madonna. Is, no, so sad. no, the concert was fun and everything, yeah. but I was freezing getting back to my car, and I will never park that far away again. And that there was an Indian wedding going on. How fabulous! It was fabulous, and so I had to go check it all out. And I had a great chat with the mother of the bride, and that's a good. It was a good memory, but it was cold. Don't park so far away. Don't like. All right, what do you want to well, tell me? Well, I want to tell you that Diablo Cody is back with oh. a movie. And last year, the Valentine Day release, what one of them was Magic Mike's Last Chance. Which I've never watched. Mm-mm. I tried. Also, Your Place or Mine, the Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher movie with zero chemistry between the co-stars. Loved it. it was on Netflix. I loved it. Um, and then... Um, Maybe we might get the Glenn Powell rom-com that's actually sexy called Hitman. That might be coming out. And Jennifer Lopez might, maybe This Is Me Now will come out on Valentine's Day. But the other movie that is for sure dropping the day after Madonna's concert is Diablo Cody's movie called Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And we're going to test. I say that because we have the Frankenstein movie out right now. Poor thing. Yeah. With Emma Stone. Yeah. And we're not happy that she's she, taking Barbie's, Barbie's So Catherine Newton is in it and Diablo Cody and one of the Sprouse twins. I'm not sure which one, but it's a m- movie about, about a, a girl boinking, you know, a doll, a corpse, basically. So it's kind of like yeah. Lars in the. Remember that movie, Lars and the oh. Blow-Up Doll? Oh, with the Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, this, this sounds really good. Yeah, but Diablo Cody, you know, her writing can be hit or miss, but the last time she dipped in the horror space, it was for the movie that has become a cult classic, Jennifer's Body. 
And here she's working on this. She's also working with Zelda Williams, daughter of Robin. And she's directing it, it actually. Yeah, Zelda is, excuse mm-hmm. me. And the 80s teen movie styling is kind of perfect in the trailer that I saw, but I can't remember which Sprouse kid is in the it's movie. It's Cole Sprouse. Oh, it comes out so February 9th. Oh, the 9th. By right? Focus Features. I've got the download releases. Yeah, and it starts out, someone asks, what if Billy Butcherson got to be the hero of his own story? Well, she's clever. I mean, yeah. she she's a great writer. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I feel like, do we need two Frankenstein-ish things in a year? I, possibly not. I don't no. even think we need one. I yeah. don't either. And on February 23rd, Drive Away Dolls is coming out. And this is um, directed by Ethan Cohn, featuring Megat Qualley and Beanie Feldstein. Margaret Qualley, the one who's yeah. married to Jack Antonoff. Yes, and um, Beanie Feldstein, who was the original... Funny girl. Yep. You know, that's Which coming, is coming here. here. Um, it's coming to the Orpheum or the state on the 16th of January. I think so. For a week. Yeah. And then Pedro Pascal, Coleman Domingo, Bill Camp, and Matt Damon are all in this driveway dolls. Boy, that's mm-hmm. a jam-packed cast. It is. So anyway, Diablo Cody is back. All right. Lisa well, Frankenstein. And we had someone call in last week about anyone but you because... The critics were just like, there is zero chemistry between Sidney Powell and Glenn oh, Powell. Zero chemistry. Serious? Yeah. The thing that you've been going crazy yeah. for, Lori, that you thought that for sure yeah. we're having but an we affair? But we had someone call, and she said she went with, I think, her mom and her sister or some girlfriends, and yeah. they they enjoyed it very much, and they did not notice that uh, anything was Oh dear, Off. Rotten Tomatoes is giving it 51. Yeah. Most people are giving it 52. Yeah. So, and the the one thing that I've read was that she's miscast. She doesn't seem believable in her part because it's kind of the Shakespearean, you know, you know, much ado about nothing. It's, it's despite the amazing, despite the amazing first day, B and Ben's initial attraction quickly turned sour. Yeah. However, when they unexpectedly find themselves at a destination wedding in Australia, yeah. they pretend to be the perfect couple. Listen, it's hanging in there at the box office. So she and I didn't even know that was out yet. Okay. Oh yeah, it came out like at Christmas time. Oh wow! All right. Anyway, let's have a cheers, shall we? Let's have we a cheers. It's oh, yeah. dry January, and we want to give a cheers to abstinence spirits, non-alcoholic spirits. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was telling Rocco about this. I said these are the most amazing, unique flavoring in these abstinence. They've got like a Cape Spice, a Cape Citrus, but there's zero sugar added. And you can either mix it with something so it's like your favorite mocktail. You can have some of them or like a type of a limoncello or something or a Campari where you right. have it on the rocks. But Brittany has uh, tried these and she's like, people never know what to get. Uh, my husband and I, because right. we don't drink. And these are so good. And you can find them at Kowalski's Beautiful Bottles, Abstinence Spirits. I, I like it. I've tried a couple of them, too, because, you know, you don't, you want something that feels like a cocktail, but not drinking a cocktail. So much flavor. These are so good. And they it's all, like you said, absolutely beautifully blended botanicals. It, they're lovely. With no 
sugar. They're great. Mm -hmm. They're great. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Instagram. Yes, yes. All right. Well, let's get to some dirt for today. We're going to start out with um, a little news surrounding a very famous person from the movie Caddyshack, um, Cindy Morgan. You might know her as Lucy Underwall. She was uh, the president of the club's daughter, uh, niece, oh, yeah. excuse me, niece. Isn't she, was, she Ted Knight's daughter? She's Ted Knight's daughter, yes. And in the movie, you might know in Caddyshack, she's got the infamous scene where she hangs out with Chevy Chase and they kind of have some fun together. And also one of the young caddy gentlemen and her have a nice, um, let's just put it this way, sex scene in the movie. Uh, I I can't believe she's gone. How old was she? 69 years old. Very young. Yeah, that is young. Um, But yeah, she was, uh, she, (laughs) for me, that was, and she was a little TMI. Was she the first boobs? First boobs I ever saw because yep. this movie and my family you know we're a golf family, and I yep. always, dad was like, "No, what? It's it's about golf. It's okay." So right. just sad to hear this, but I love that her Lucy Underall, which I think is kind of maybe a little play there, Underall, yes, but right, uh, of course, she also uh, was in the film sci-fi film Tron, and I don't remember her being in the original Tron movie, wow. but she was also in Tron back in the day. She had a lot of regular appearances. Um, when she would attend like the Comic Con places, and a lot of guys would, uh, you know, kind of oh. go back to their fourteen-year-old selves, like myself just now, trying to tell this story. Right, right. <laughs> and I think she did a lot of character acting. She did and on, te- stuff. on television, yes. And and the notable person that passed when you were gone last week was Mrs. Banks from Mary Poppins. She was like a hundred. Yeah. And so did David Soul, Soul from Star Trek. Yes. Yes. yes, we played his uh, song. Oh God. You know, like, yeah. Don't give up hits. on me, baby. Yes, don't give up on me, baby. Don't give I remember. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, but yeah. So sad news to hear about uh, Cindy Morgan's passing. But like, I mean, like I said, many, many men learned a lot of things mm-hmm. from that movie mm-hmm. and from her. Uh, Derek Huff, you know, he's been uh, in a lot of the conversations of our of our dirt alerts here because of this tragic situation that his wife Haley Ebert has been going through with brain surgery after brain surgery, and he uh, was doing an acceptance speech. At the uh, Emmys, and he dedicated his Emmy to his wife and what she's been going through over the past few months oh, here. Yeah. So he said, "What's that? Did the Emmys happen? No, they're happening. They're, they're happening hap- next oh, week. But there okay. was, there was, I believe, wasn't there uh, the daytime Emmys? They didn't no, happen. not the daytime. The, the cre- technical, the tec- creative oh, arts. Yeah, creative, creative arts. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so this is part of the creative arts. And he said, "I want to dedicate this to my beautiful wife. Your strength and courage. This whole month has been unbelievable. You inspired me every day." And 
you know, like we've said, it's been a, it's been a long run for those two, but she's doing well, and that's good to hear. Judith Light won for her her one off appearance in she Poker did. Face. She did. Oh, Remember really? that crazy yeah, episode okay, with cra- yes, she and the older yes. woman, uh, other woman at the, at the old person's home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were terrorists. And, yes, they were. <laughs> and Nick Offerman and Storm Reed also won for Last of Us. Remember that yeah. infamous Nick Offerman yes, episode? That was epic. The love. I was surprised Last of Us didn't win. I mean, didn't it won nothing? Beef beat it. Yes, that was Beef was a surprising win to me last Same. night. Same. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, you're right there. I see. I don't. I was I, I'm a little. Yeah. With beef. I'm. I'm with you guys there. I. I was thinking at first, but maybe because it's a video game genre and it's not as. Pop culture related. Maybe I didn't beef. even watch the video game or know anything about it. Yeah, neither did I. And All I right. love the show. Uh, Michael Bolton. This is tr- this is sad. He was diagnosed with a brain tumor and underwent surgery while you were gone. What and- is this brain tumor hour right yeah. now? Well, I just wanted oh to bring. Gosh, you- yeah, you're wow. right. Yeah, but he is doing well. He's at, <laughs> uh, he is recovering at his home where he's being. He's feeling the love from his friends and family. He's going to take some temporary time off from touring, which he doesn't want to do, but he has to to recover. But just so you guys know, it was a, kind of a serious situation. But oh, he is doing well after. Good. Surgery. Uh, Lisa, don't Bo- blame it on Nicola Sheridan. It's been too many years. She's yes, not has. been sticking a pin in a doll with the top of his <laughs> no longer curly hair. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to uh, Reese Witherspoon confirming the fact that uh, a new season of Big Little Lies is going to be on the horizon here. And this is a long time since we got the last one. Yes, which it is. 2019, I believe, was the last episode. Yes. So she confirmed this at the um, Golden Globes last yes. night when she was. She says, "Yeah, we're working on it." When she was talking about working with Nicole Kidman and working with uh, Leanne Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and but do we think the morning show isn't coming back then? As no, the, the morning show is, is coming it back. Is renewed. But it'll be filmed. I suppose at opposite times. Right. <clears throat> she brought her um, son. I Deacon, saw Deacon mm-hmm. trying to help him become a you know nepo <laughs> baby actor. Yeah, that's, that's good. True. That's a good mom. But yeah, why why not? I yes. think Nicole hinted that, because uh, I, I think she's become buddies with Leanne Moriarty. And if mm-hmm. Leanne has more story and David... Um, Kelly. Kelly, you know, it would be the showrunner. And I love that. I think everyone thing. would love it. Everyone would welcome it. It was beautiful. It was, it was intriguing. It ended on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It first aired in 2017. Isn't that yeah. wild? <laughs> to think that that would be, it's a great idea. I think, like you Maybe said, if they've got enough. Maybe Suits will come back. They're, 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 Supposedly, there's, there's ideas. Uh, I love Suits. Yeah. To have that show. I mean, the a fact that legal. Casey and the Mutti were watching it at the same My time. My kid watched it all too. Yeah, yeah, and obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And you and I were just like, why didn't people watch it? It is well, weird how the streaming thing some, sometimes makes a show a hit that just aired once a week on yep. some basic cable network. Well, that's going to happen because um, the Pearson family is coming to Netflix. Tonight. Oh, this is us. Oh, this is us. There so we go. the same thing is going to happen, happen all yep. over for This Is Us. That's and remember, true. they didn't win anything. Yeah, their last year. Yep. I remember that. Oh, mm-hmm. we were bummed. Yeah. Oh, exp- yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on, we got some more news about Nicole Kidman. For the last week or so, we've been talking about this book called uh, 50 Oscar Nights by Dave Krager. And he interviewed Nicole Kidman. And this is another story. So I first brought you about how Sally Field was disrespected by um, um, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Thank you. And and the most recent one we did was for Marley Matlin when she was disrespected by William Hurt. Whom well, she was dating. Whom yeah, she was Nicole dating Star. at the time. Well, Nicole Kidman talked about when she won her Oscar in 2003. She was told that she had to go to the Vanity Fair Award and and party and trot around. Well, she did for a little bit, left, went home, ordered takeout, sat sat on the floor, ate the food, 
Went to bed before midnight, but that's when she realized, because this was a year after she broke up with yes, Tom Cruise, he, that he, she needed to share this with someone. And mm-hmm. that's when that someone came into play. Keith Urban. Yeah, he talks to 50 Oscar winners about what to remember of the night that you won. I love that. Yeah. yeah this book's, I mean, we've had when three is it coming right? out? At the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be good. And one more while we've got the traffic bed going, because okay. it's a little accidental sports talk. Tiger Woods is no longer with Nike. You'll never what? see the Nike Tiger Red on Sundays. What? They have been together since he was 20 years old. This wow. is a 27-year marriage of a brand, and he is officially walking away from Nike. I never thought is this Is he would... walking away, or are they mutually breaking up? I, they didn't, there's okay. no clarification. Um, I personally think that he's got a lot more in him, and I think that he wanted a little bit more money, and Nike Golf has gone downhill when it comes to development, so they're just like, we're not going to invest in it All anymore. All right, he's going to OnCloud OC. <laughs> I bet you he's over at Under Armour. That's my bet. Go. Welcome to the new year, and yesterday was officially the biggest uh, dating Sunday. Oh, okay. Which always starts the Sunday after the new year and goes through about February 14th. And in that time, if you are a singleton, it is peak dating season on dating apps. And globally, on Tinder alone, January 1st to February 14th last year, 11.4 million more messages sent globally during that time period. And it, uh, uh, like right now, a lot of people, one of the things, single people, I'm going back, I'm getting back on my app. I'm going to go back. Because sometimes you have to take a break. I remember you saying that sometimes. You're like, ah. But, um, uh, yeah, the, the number of messages, they are expecting it to go up even more. And again, I'll just remind you, have at least five photos that show you and your true personality in different scenarios. No, do not pose with someone who could be mistaken for an ex or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. Just leave those alone. Yeah. There's no explaining. More words, more possibilities. So the optimal amount of words in a Tinder profile or bio is between 15 to 45. Be serious about that. And cut it. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Uh, 45% of single people, and this is regard, irregardless of your age, they want people to be clear in their app bio up front. Give so me an example. Just whatever. You know, if you're just looking to hook up, yep. just say that. If you're, you know, be clear about be clear, what your just intention. Just looking for someone to spend Sunday afternoons with. That's Nothing right. Nothing serious. Yes. And when you reach out on that first message, do not use, hey, how are you? That is a <laughs> potential dating buzzkill. Sounds it's like very, that very Ask first... questions you really want an answer to or light a spark, uh, like oh, what's, who are going to root for tomorrow night or tonight in the college game? Are you a Huskies fan or a Michigan fan? Something more than, hey, how are you? Because then, then you just feel like, oh, cutting and pasting to 50 people. Oh, my God, that sounds like so. You really can't do cutting and pasting. Well, I know, but life. you know what? It's, it's easy. <laughs> I'm going to be really it honest. Is, it, doesn't, it isn't that easy. It's really hard yeah. to make the first move, men or women. Yeah. It's really hard. But So if you have an activity picture or something that you like to do, maybe you're really into yeah. volunteering or playing pickleball or whatever it is, at least you can start a dialogue that yeah. way. But not fishing or hunting, remember? No. Never no. fishing or hunting. No. No pictures of for men or women with your dead and things about, that you caught. And about 25% of um, Tinder 
or Grinder or Hinge or whatever, they about twenty five percent people are using it explicitly for sexual encounters. You know, depending on the age group, Lori. Right. That's a great. One. I mean, you got it. Depending on the age group, I think one of the things that was so delightful from the Golden Bachelor is a lot of these women had said they just stopped and gave and up on dating trying, yeah. and stopped mm-hmm. trying and how they felt refreshed and excited that there might be an opportunity. It isn't easy. It is not easy. Yeah. Depending on what age group you are, the older you get, it is hard. Yeah. It's harder because it's harder work and it's harder to find people that it's are hard. in the same kind of uh, place that, in life that you are. But I mean, you can always, you know, be like Cher and, you know, you could go lower out with that. a 36 year be a be a famous woman mm-hmm. with a one there word name and, and get a 36 year old producer boyfriend. There you go. But you got to be a famous woman that's with number right. one records. Yeah, that, that'll help. Simple. That'll okay. help. Okay, <laughs> now here. Just, just write that down first. I'm not Cher, but I want to be. Yeah, there you go. That's very good. <laughs> I'm, looking I'm looking for, for a, a younger man. Year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the number one place that affairs start in the new year, or we'll call them possible situations, is office parties. The gym. Oh, no, oh. the gym. Really? It's people hitting up the gym, meeting new people. Well, that's because they're full. Yeah. And you have to they're wait busy. for equipment. Yes. So you might meet someone in line. Yeah. Looking for potential flings, you know, over looking good yourself is a definite possibility at the gym. I'm just saying, you know, so if somebody seems to be spending a lot of time. Um, and you know, but anyway, that's where some of these things can start. And then this was just really my most delightful. I hadn't had a good damn study in a long time and I was real happy. And we'll just call this more eggplant, please, because this was done at Stanford university. They had two sets of female twins who had their libido levels measured while watching porn and they had them eating specific foods. And the food that uh, the vegan, the women who switched to vegan diets saw their libido levels rise by 383%. If you switch to a vegan diet? A vegan diet, you can, we'll see some of these uh, frisky findings in this new Netflix docuseries, You Are What You Eat. Yeah, that's number one right now and on it, Netflix. Yes, it tracks 22 sets of identical twins okay. who adopt plant-based eating habits for eight weeks. And they underwent a variety of scientific experiments to explore how body, you know, how certain how food affects your body. And two sets of female twins had the little, you know, how we saw masters in sex, how they were measuring, looking at their brain, but they had them watch porn and then they measured it. And the PhD doctorate in, in Stanford said, not only did this study provide a groundbreaking way to assert that a vegan diet is healthier than the conventional omnivore, but the twins were a riot to work with. So, okay, wait, so they did they have much porn? Pam before? and Wendy and Carolyn and Rosalind were asked to watch a variety of different uh, videos 
while lab equipment, you know, they put the little genitalia clippers on them. And well, Julia, it's a, you know. But, it, but all I'm trying to figure out is they, they do a pre and a post. Yes. Okay, that's all I want to yes. know because it just sounded like they just The did a experiment post. was uh, conducted before the four women switched to a vegan diet and then it was okay, repeated eight weeks later to see did the eggplant and all that carrot and all that vegetable and uh, that kind of did it make a difference. And shockingly, all of the women's libido surge. Pam saw a staggering 371% increase in arousal, while her twin sister, Carolyn, was 288% hornier eight weeks into her veggie diet. Did this have anything else to do with losing weight no, and feeling no, more sexy? No, it was 100%. No, 100% weight. Carolyn... Uh, 100% food. Food. Food-related. Okay. Then the other set of twins, Carolyn and Rosalind, Carolyn's arousal level went up 383%, and her twin, Rosalind, had a 212% increase in libido. And the Stanford scientists did not declare how exactly a vegan diet could cause such a drastic increase in arousal, but they theorized that nutrients in vegetables help improve blood flow to the genitals. So now they want to do a sex-up vegan diet experiment and find some twin guys so they can see um but so, men very often are not uh, they're they but it's interesting you don't basically see it's interesting be, that vegetables, vegetables would increase blood flow i never we, i don't know that we've ever heard that before i know so eat more vegetables Yes, I will have the eggplant and a side of carrots, please. You know what I just made yesterday? I just made um, spaghetti squash. Oh, love that. I mean, you know, I don't do that often, but I just hold it, baked it, and hold it all out, and I thought I'd pour, like, spaghetti sauce on top of it Mm -hmm. or some chili. That's what I have for lunch. Chili on top of it for veggies. Yeah. I don't get enough veggies in. Yeah. So... I'm so horny right now. I got to go. Yeah, you got to go. <laughs> I got to go, go right now. But that's my favorite, Christopher Garden. Not only did the study provide a groundbreaking uh, way to show that vegan is healthier, but the twins were a ride to work with, and I bet. You know, because you think, would get close to eight I, weeks really of watching That's really kind porn. of interesting, that's though, because we've never heard that about vegetables. Grant? No. This is for you. This is for me. Plant-based passion. I love no, it. No, you don't have to. You just have to up your veggie on, you know, up there your you veggies. Go. Up my eggplant intake? Or wait, no. Yeah. You know, cooked <laughs> eggplant, um, what is it called? Kabbalah Baloo, or what is it called? Abadu. What? Come on. What? what? What is it, the eggplant dish that you get? Not oh, eggplant parmesan? No, mm. not that one. Oh. But, you know, where they take the eggplant out, and it's a Greek, not a Greek, it's a... Um, Oh, Lebanese, come on, moussaka? what's it called? Moussaka. Is no, that moussaka? It's moussaka, or? but it has another name, but it's yeah. so good. It's if very you good. take, cook an eggplant, take it all out, put a little garlic in it and salt and pepper, and you mm-hmm. use it on chips and stuff. Oh, yeah, moussaka. That's kind moussaka. of what it looks like. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Very, good. very good. And that'd be really healthy. It's just effort to make it and cut it in half and do it. Purple sweet potatoes, those are also very good. You right. know, if you can find them, I don't I know what time of year. I can't even think of the last time I found one. Yeah, well, when if whenever you go to Hawaii, they're in season all year. Purple sweet potatoes. Yeah, well, there's there's just a a, a sweeter taste to them okay. than there is to a regular sweet potato. It's just a different. It's just a sweetness that's mm-hmm. unexpected. This is interesting. Yeah, I All right. So more eggplant, please. I mean, 380%. Damn. That's a, that's that's a, a lot. Mm-hmm. So All right. if you're, you know, want to take this to heart, 
Uh, all we can do is give you the news. All we can do <laughs> is share the information. Thanks, Laurie. That was all a good right. one, though. We'll all right. right. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you to our listener that told us we were talking about Baba Ganoush. Yes. About Sherry. the eggplant. Sherry. I, I knew we weren't right. I couldn't think of the name, though. The eggplant dish is Baba Ganoush. It's a spreader dip made with yep. roasted eggplant, a little tahini, mayo, lots of garlic and lemon. Yeah. One of my favorite Middle Eastern foods, especially if it's made by one of my Lebanese friends. So, yes, Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Let's it's get so it. It's so good. Thank you, Sherry. No does, that, does that make anybody think of wedding crashers at all? No? Yes. Baba Ganoush. Baba yes, Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Oh, I had no idea what that was from, oh, and now I know what Baba Ganoush is. Oh, it's, they say yeah, it in the movie. So funny. But yeah. uh, Patty wants us to know: Have we did we talk about Elizabeth Olsen's dress, who was nominated for you know playing that true crime, my love and death, or something? Mm-hmm. It looked like the toilet paper dress you have to make at a wedding shower. Yikes! Well, and then the red eyeshadow. Well, and the reason why it was wrong is it was lace, and then in a straight line all the way around her, around her came a solid piece of fabric, and then in a straight line came a lace piece of fabric, and in a straight line... Yeah, there were mis... Like, uh, it was Fantasia a funny, had a mismatched oh, dress. Hers, that had a beautiful top, and a then, crazy middle, and then a bottom that made no sense. No, I know. So it was a, like a lot of patchwork... Dresses. But, but just with straight lines that did nothing for the flow of the dress. Yeah, and then... Because um, patchwork jeans are all in right now. Oh, I yeah, yeah, I'm fine with but that. But not in a dress. It not didn't work, dress. so it thank didn't. you. For that, and then I thought Kate Beckinsale, who presented with Don Cheadle, who had the goofiest hat on, but whatever, she had like a Esther Williams swimsuit on with a belt, and then the whole who who are we talking? Kate Beckinsale, <laughs> and then the whole everything wrapped around the dress was like the stuff that a really fancy flower bouquet or fruit basket would be wrapped yes. in. That kind like of cellophane. Netting. Yeah, it made no sense. Yeah, but she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, when she talks, I'm just like, she looks the same she's looked for 20 years and yeah. never ages. People who are missing Joan Rivers on the red carpet, yes. Melissa Rivers was on Sherry Shepard oh, today. I almost good, taped it. Good get, Sherry. Here's what uh, Joan, I mean, here's what uh, Melissa breaks down. Uh, Taylor Swift looked phenomenal. I loved seeing the green in a sea of all this black. And muted colors. She stood out. She wanted the top to be a better fit. Yep. She loved Helen Mirren's um, Violet. Violet. She knows how to work a dress. She loved Angela Bassett. I always feel like she shows up and is like, oh, children, y'all look so nice. Now, this is how a movie star does it. And she loved Greta Lee. Oh, we loved it. The white, the white dress is in past lives. We're going to find. We also know the morning show. Um, And. Rosamund Pike, she said, I get she was trying to cover up injuries from a ski accident, but I didn't understand the helmet. And Melissa is not a fan of a T-length on a red carpet. Okay. And then uh, she said, I love Emma Stone, but that dress did her no favor. It She's never so does. flat-chested, and it made it look even flatter. Yep. She did not like Julia Garner's dress because I don't like dresses that make me nervous. And I was anxious the whole time she was up on stage oh, yeah. presenting. Because it it's like a um we called it an overhaul dress. It was just two straps. Yes. And she's very flat chested, but it looks like it just doesn't it's not fashionable. Lenny Kravitz oh. in his one piece oh. jumpsuit, she just thought he can get away with anything because nope. he was so cool and nope. she would like Jared Leto to switch it up. And okay. she thought Meryl Streep looked the best that she's looked because she basically dressed like Miranda Priestly. Mm-hmm. She did. 
She actually did. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just going to go back on Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Cut out jumpsuit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was With uncomfortable. You were? Oh, I, I liked because it Because so here's why. You were such a liar. You told me you didn't like Oh, I did right. like his. Okay, but his waist is so, he, he looks it like. It accentuated his teeny It waist. accentuated the fact that he is a size two. No, he's a zero. He's okay. okay he's and a he, zero. And when we met him, I remember when he was standing at the tree and we said, "Prince says hi." Yeah, Prince was so alive at the time. We got him, to and he look smiled at us. at us and he looked at us. But he was littler than Prince. I mean, he was a little peanut of a man. Yeah, he's not big. Lisa Bonet is finally uh, filing from divorce from Jason Momoa. They've been broken up for like two years. Oh, Speaking all right. Of Lenny Kravitz's first wife. Yes, I, I have to happening. tell you guys. So we talked a little earlier about suits kind of made it when it went to the streaming services. Mm-hmm. People discovered it again. So this is us, which we loved for five seasons. Um, Dan Fogelman's masterpiece about the Pearson family with Jack. Every Tuesday night. We loved it. Manny oh. Moore, Sterling K. Brown. It's going to be on Hulu starting tonight. And I hope it gets the exposure. Hulu doesn't seem to get as much. Well... It's but a, a difficult lot of people, streaming services that I pay a lot of money for. Yeah, and FX, I always wonder why do I have it? Yeah, because FX always uh, runs their shows then on Hulu. They do. Fargo's on there, and yeah. But I just, and so is the Golden Bachelor. Actually, mm-hmm. ABC uses mm-hmm. it, so maybe more people are using that service. I, th- I think so. Spendy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you've never watched it before, and if you had the chance to binge it, oh my! God. Yeah, I, know. I don't think I'd come up for it. I don't know if I could come. I could cry that much every. I know. I don't know if it's bingeable in that way. I think you could get a good two or three. Of them. Maybe I could. Do you know, the other one I was happy about last night was Lily Gladstone. Um, winning for uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. She began when she got up. She really seemed like shook. She couldn't believe that she won, even though she's won a few critical awards. But she spoke in the Blackfeet language, which is an Algonquian language spoken by the Blackfoot or... Good luck with this one. uh, Let me see if I know how to say this word. Nitsitapi people. So, yeah. you know, indigenous, indigenous, yes. but she was the first, uh, you know, indigenous actor to win a Golden Globe. People, I also have to just correct that, you know, people were like, oh, you know, that, um, um, you know, that Glenn was the first um, Asian and Ali Wong were the first Asian people to win a Golden Globe. But Darren Chris is Filipino and he won for Glee back right. in 2019. There were a lot of, yeah. And Lily Gladstone. She was like so yes. lovely. Her whole speech was incredible. Her dress. It was good. She, yeah, I was really happy. And I liked that Leonardo was beaming at her because he was I kind of a dink on the variety red carpet. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's there it. we go. We, we I want to listen to more speeches tomorrow because there were some really good ones we didn't oh, even good. get to. All right, everyone have a great night. Go Huskers or go Blue? Go Huskies! Not Huskers, Julia. Uh, Huskies. It's on ESPN, the big national football game.